0: Time for one of our few annual traditions here on Afternoons. We had one last week with National Poetry Day, uh, and now to follow up, we welcome Steve Braunius, writer, critic, bon vivant, and so much more to announce the winners of the 2023 Surrey Hotel Newsroom Writers' Residency Award, now in its seventh year. Arguably one of the world's weirdest weirdest writers residencies, where writers are gifted a week or a few days staying at Greylands' iconic Mock Tudor Surrey hotel, where there is an indoor pool a must-have for any serious writer in the 21st century. Steve Pornius is in the studio with me. Hello.
1: G'day, Jesse. Great to to be here. Yeah, nice to
0: see you again. Um, Okay, for people who are approaching this for the first time, what is this residency all about and why do you do it?
1: Yes, well, I have no argument uh, that it is one of the world's strangest uh, residencies for writers. Uh, A number of years ago, I checked myself into this hotel to work on a book which became The Scene of the crime. I think I stayed there for three nights and I wrote day and night, wrote about 10,000 words, I think. And it was a really fabulous experience. It was a great opportunity to ignore the world and to do the one thing that you want to do, which is write. Mm -hmm. I subsequently thought that would be a great Uh, thing for other writers to experience and so I approached the hotel management and said can we create a writer's residency award can writers stay uh, here for up to a week and they uh, very generously saw merit in that and yeah it's been running for seven years and in the past couple of years it's had the additional boost of some considerable uh, loot uh, from our patron Dick Frizzell the uh, painter turned writer, or writer turned painter. Painter, and he's put up five thousand dollars.
0: Wow, that's fantastic! Yeah, good he's old. He's so Dad. generous. I often get an email from uh, Dick on some subject or another. Very generous man.
1: Yes, yes, that sums him up. He wanted to do some good for creatives, and he uh, he liked the idea of people staying in this mock Tudor folly to try and create a masterpiece
0: Yeah, and um, I may have made this observation before but um, I mean you may be able to think of more beautiful places to have a writer's residency and there mm. probably are writer's residencies in some of the most beautiful places in the world but arguably if you're trying to write, beauty is your enemy
1: Yes, that's right and, and I mean what do you think of when you think of a, uh, of a hotel, Jesse? What do you think of? What do you, how do you approach them?
0: I think of quiet and solace, alone time. Yes, yes. All quite useful to a writer.
1: Yes, they're very good. That's that's correct. There's I
0: mean, also the romantic, you know, the Edward Hopper-esque sort of romanticism of the anonymity of a hotel, I think.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, what you're getting at, I think, is that you're describing hotels really quite like airports. They're mm-hmm. liminal spaces. They're, uh, they're waiting rooms. They're abstract. And... Um, they really suit writing, you know, because that they're, they're, they're waiting rooms, I guess. And have you have you heard that great uh, Quentin Crisp story about waiting? Go on. Quentin Crisp, as you know, is one of the great literary wits of the last century. And in his great memoir, The Naked Civil Servant, he describes his poor days in London, living in a bed sit and trying to write. And he describes how his landlady pays him visits, and she will announce to him in one word what he is doing for his benefit. (laughs) So if he is making dinner, she will come in and look at him and say, cooking. (laughs) If she finds him with a book, she will look at him and announce, reading. One day she came in and he was at his writing desk, and she looked at him and she said, waiting. Um. Which I think is very good, yeah. and so yeah, these waiting rooms suit the uh the strange liminal activity really okay. of writing very well and and the the Surrey itself with its strange mock Tudor stylings and it''s uh, it 's it's just got serious writerly vibes i 've spoken to. A number of the winners over the years, over these past seven years, and I haven't met one who didn't really benefit from it, mm. and some have indeed gone on to become uh, published authors from uh, books that they worked on during their stay.
0: Well, your winners will be starting to haunt the place.
1: Yeah, that's You won't right. be able
0: to help when you uh, go and sit down there but be influenced by the spirits of the writers who have come here before you.
1: Uh, well, look, it does have the, the vibe of a literary salon, and it's only <laughs> going to be aided and abetted by... Uh, this year's winners, uh, we had about 120 entries. Gosh. Yep. Uh, what do they have to do for you? Oh, you just send in. And it can be, it's open to anybody. It's absolutely open to anybody. Complete nobodies, established authors and everyone in between. And they just write in a brief covering letter of the project that they want to work on. And a panel of judges will assess that. And from that, we drew up a, a short list or a long list of 12 uh, that's already been announced And from that 12 we're going to have Six winners today Great. So those 12, they include people Of the calibre of uh, Steph Harris, he's a cop Stationed in Motueka, mm. And the author of a crime novel called Double Jeopardy Bloody good uh, We've got people like Isabel McNure of Wellington She's working on a short story collection She sent me in one it's about, uh, Sent me in one of her stories It's about six robots who run away together Brilliant, absolutely love to publish that <laughs> And uh, then there's Craig Cliff of Dunedin he's, he's a very well-known writer, he's the author of two novels He's working on a third, it's a kind of a crime novel I guess The victim, he's a murder victim He is killed at the time and during the 2022 anti-mandate protests at Parliament Very clever fellow, Cliff And he's from Dunedin so, yeah, uh, those three are uh, joined by uh, nine other writers vying for six places, all culminating in the grand winner who wins a week at the Surrey Hotel and $3,000 of Dick Frizzell's loot.
0: Okay. The judges, is a judging panel, is there? Beg your pardon? Is there a judging panel? Is there a lot of conferring? Yes,
1: yes, there is. They're all based overseas. Yeah. Um, we all do it by... Uh, Email. Oh, gosh. I refuse nice. to do Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, pretty disputatious. Um, the advantage of them overseas, being overseas, is that um, they don't know a single soul. They don't know anybody, um, so there can't be any sort of favoritism. Yeah, that's
0: good. Yeah, um, I should note among previous winners one Anna Rankin, who'll be joining us after two o'clock with a book review today.
1: Oh, how about that? Yeah. Yeah, she's She's a terrific writer. I think Mm -hmm. she was working on a collection of essays, as was a winner a couple of years ago, Talia Marshall, and I believe that book is going to be published next year, possibly by Te Walker University Press. Um, She is one of our greatest winners, a writer of undisputed genius.
0: Well, let's announce some winners, shall we?
1: Certainly. Right. Uh, as per tradition, these past seven years, I've written the names down on pieces of scrap paper. And I'm going to pass them to you. Uh, first, we have, uh, there's two runners-up. These runners-up don't get a red cent of Dick Frizzell's money, but they both get three <laughs> nights at the, uh, at the Surrey, to, which is exactly what I had. And they're going to be there for three nights to borrow themselves and to work. On their masterpieces Jesse if I can give you this piece of scrap paper
0: I'd be delighted to uh, Thank you Runners up Both from Auckland Lex Lawler Sci-fi novelist And James Parsley Short story writer Or possibly Paisley
1: I think James Basley, yeah. He's he's, uh, he's one of the probably two or three most exciting short story writers I've been publishing these past few years in the short story series, which runs every Saturday at Newsroom. I think he's just terrific. Um, And, yeah, he wants to work on a collection. One of the stories is called John Campbell. (laughs) Undoubtedly, it's (laughs) marvellous. Let's move on to some money. We have third place. We have two people tied on third place. They receive $500 each from Dick Frizzell and they get four nights at the Surrey. Jesse.
0: It's a big congratulations to Rachel Lees, who is described as a Tauranga ex cult member, and Nat Baker, an Auckland novelist.
1: Yeah, Rachel was in a, uh, a cult that was featured in the prime documentary, Shiny Happy People. She was the secretary to the cult leader and was sort of like pledged to be married to this 60-year-old who's got 16 children. Suffice to say she uh, very happily escaped and she wants to work on a memoir about that experience. And as for uh, Nat Baker, uh, Nat is, 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 she's written 147,000 words of a novel which she has called Revenge. Mm Mm-hmm. And she has been working on it every Sunday in a hallway at the Westgate Library in West Auckland. I think she will find the Surrey a bit more, um, a bit more accommodating mm. and private, and hopefully will be a springboard uh, to um, for this for this book. She's a very talented writer, so congratulations to those two, five hundred bucks each.
0: Gosh, it can be hard to get a room at the uh, Surrey Hotel. Yeah, for the next little while. <laughs>
1: Good. Okay, we come, to, uh, we come to second place. Second place receives five nights at the Surrey Hotel and a thousand bucks. Do you see the scrap paper?
0: They each get their own room, don't they? It's not all this one, one big room.
1: No, it's not a commune.
0: Yeah, great. Very good news for the ex-cult member. Miro Bilbro, a Kiwi novelist living in Sydney. Controversial. Yes.
1: Yes, she's the author of an acclaimed book called In the Time of the Manorowans, It was published, I think, 2020 by Tiharinga Walker Waka University Press. It's a memoir about her uh, teenage years essentially living on a commune in the Marlborough Sounds with her father, uh, the late Norman Bilborough, one of our best short story writers. And she has written with terrific delicacy and feeling about that peculiar experience. It's such a beautiful book. And she's now working on a novel. Uh, I think she's called it Spring Ephemeral. It's about a love affair between an older woman and a younger man. And I think she's uh, towards finishing it. So uh, hopefully when she flies over from uh, Australia... To be uh, the guest at the Surrey, she can make some good progress <laughs> yeah, on that. Okay. So yeah, a thousand bucks in five nights to Miro.
0: Oh sure, more than break even on that flight, and that's fantastic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, so yeah, uh, just remains to be to uh, for you to announce the, the grand winner. The grand winner wins three thousand dollars from the pocket of Dick Frazell, seven nights at the Surrey Hotel, and that will include, of course, a free Sunday roast. I'm not sure if this person is a vegetarian or not. Mm. Maybe they could just have more peas. The
0: potatoes and gravy, yeah.
1: Uh, I think this person is a seriously good writer and uh, thoroughly deserves to win this award and to join the the pantheon of past grand winners of the Surrey Hotel Writers' Residency Award in association with Dick Frizzell and Newsroom,
0: the scrap paper. Thank you. Well, it's a pathway to fame based on the uh, names of the other... Winners and uh, remember this name Emma Ling Sydnam of Wellington. Congratulations, Emma.
1: Yeah, Emma, Emma has her first novel out, I think, next month. Oh. She won an award, uh, the Michael Gifkins Manuscript Award, and the prizes you get your novel published by Text in Australia, and it's called Backwater. Uh, I'm more familiar with Emma's work as a short story writer, and indeed she wants to use the Surrey to work on a, a collection. Uh, I mentioned James Pasley before as one of the two or three most exciting short story writers I've published in the past few years. Emma is the other one. Um, I first saw her anthologised in a anthology of Asian New Zealand writing edited by Paula Morris and Alison Wong, and they were she had a story in there. It was just a knockout. I received permission to publish it at Newsroom, and I think it still stands. I think it's the second most read oh, story gosh. we've published. Cool. She is seriously good. I think we've published two or three, maybe three or four since then.
0: Um, What's? Um, can you give me her name again so people can look that up now that you've given that such yes, an endorsement?
1: Emma, Emma. Ling Sydenham.
0: Great. Thank you on Newsroom for that uh, short story.
1: She talks about her short stories being sex with strangers, humans becoming animals, <laughs> friends eating friends, racial fetishisation and sexuality crises. She's seriously good. So congratulations to Emma.
0: And congratulations to you for running a successful writer's residency for a seventh year.
1: Cheers, Jesse. It would be nothing without this charming tradition of coming on to your show and giving you pieces of scrap paper (laughs) for your golden throat to do justice. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) See
0: you next August. Thank you. It's Steve Braunius on the Surrey Hotel Newsroom Writer's Residency Award Announcement.